1: LL Nation, what's good? Lucky Lefty Podcast, hope you got. We've invaded the Bronx, so I'm repping my shot. header today against the Yanks, trying to get both, sweep them out of there, and get out of there with that yellow haze, which is crazy. Our thoughts and prayers go to the entire Northeast and Canada. The brush fires that have really affected the quality of life. In that part of Canada and the United States, Uh, we hope everything changes in the atmosphere for you guys very soon. But welcome into the Lucky Lefty Podcast. I'm Sean Davis, SD Two Mics. Left will be here shortly. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, make sure that you do so responsibly. Look, today's show was earmarked to be all about Elijah Rushing being on campus, the importance of Al Washington getting Notre Dame to the top of the heap and closing the deal and bringing the rushing Scott tandem to Notre Dame and then previewing the official visits this weekend for another big weekend Of official business for notre dame and in path 40 just decides to just drop a bomb on college football just boom right here you go and for those of you may have not may have not heard jack swarbrick has decided to step down as athletic director at notre dame In the first quarter of 2024. So that's basically after the bowl game. That's, I'm sure it's probably going to be around the initial, the final announcement will probably be after the college football playoffs, right? Because he is, you have to tip your cap. He is one of the architects of the college football playoffs. That's part of his legacy. You have to give him credit for that, okay? The question of the day. As much as we talked about all of the negative things connected to Jack Swarbrick, when you look at the overall health of Notre Dame sports, Do you feel good or do you feel bad about Jack Swarbrick stepping away? And ultimately, do you think he did a good job as athletic director? That's the even bigger question. Big picture, we know he doesn't have any national championships with the football program, but big picture overall, how good of a job has Jack Swarbrick done as the athletic director?
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate
1: That's something that bears serious consideration, right? Because an athletic director is not just judged by one sport. He has national championships, lacrosse, fencing, uh, the elevation of the baseball program under his watch, football program, the hiring of Brian Kelly, which ended up being a really great hire. It elevated the football program. Right, The brand of Notre Dame has continued to be at the forefront, the top of college football. He is there as one of the architects of the college football playoffs, which in my opinion has solidified and helped Notre Dame with this tough scheduling. Now Notre Dame does not feel like it has to go undefeated to be part of the dance. He's helped Notre Dame. He's helped alleviate that pressure. And still keeping the integrity of the national schedule intact. He strengthened the positioning dependence for Notre Dame with the relationship with NBC, with the relationship with Under Armour. He did that. So, as much as you want to talk about the lack of a national championship, that's not what you would see and the requirement for the job of athletic director. The requirement for athletic director is not win a national championship in football. You are the athletic director of every sport, men's and women, on campus. Facts. So that's it. That's it. Financially, we know he didn't fail right? Because the alumni base has raised tons of money and supported tons of projects under the leadership of Jack Swarbrick. So you have to be fair here. If you don't like the fact that the football program didn't win a national championship, fine. But other than that, he's done an incredible job. I can't think of men's basketball being respected the way it was under any other AD or at any other time. Maybe the Digger Phelps era, when he first arrived, maybe when he started to get kids like LaFonso Ellis, David Rivers, Damon Sweet, Edgar Bennett, Maybe that run right there, but Notre Dame's men's basketball under Mike Bray for a long time was highly respected. ACC championships, Sweet 16s, Elite Eights, I mean, national championships, women's. You're looking now, the diversity in the hiring at Notre Dame, in the coaching positions. Just, that's Jack Swarbrick. So, it's very interesting. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, subscribe. That thumbs up, smash it for us. We appreciate all the views. Leave your comments. We respond to all. And don't forget, exclusively on CFB Nation, that's where the Lucky Nothing Podcast will be starting in the fall. So search for CFB Nation on all your platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You already know, we give you the audio edibles each and every day, but not just us, CFB All-American, Rising draft Draft, our guy Ryan Roberts, Still Nora Boys, Home of the Misguided Passion, and we have to thank Jack Swarbrick for that mantra and that nickname for our podcast. Thank you. For leaving that for us, Jack Swarbrick on the way out the door. Home of the Misguided Passion, the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spin it different. Let's get to it. Great article by Pat Forty. Did some research. Did some research. So the hire is something that has been in the works according to pat ford and i want to read an excerpt here because his successor is a notre dame grad he is a georgetown law grad he is now currently in the noted nbc sports group he is also a former teammate Yes, he played for Notre Dame football. I spoke with several Notre Dame players from the 92 and 93 squad. They love Pete Bavakwa, who is the new successor and the next athletic director at Notre Dame. So if there's anyone that understands the importance of football at Notre Dame, it's your next athletic director. He's not a businessman. Well, he is a businessman, but he's a businessman that actually played at Notre Dame. The one thing I heard, reaching out to the players, I also reached out to my contacts at NBC Sports. The one thing that is consistent is that no one saw this coming, no one. Now, we knew, myself and Malik talked about this. We said the TV deal and the apparel deal along with cementing the place in the CFP for Notre Dame moving forward with the expansion is Jack Swarbrick's legacy. We said that, and we couldn't pinpoint an actual time when he would step away, but now the decision has been made. But we knew it was coming. Oh, this is coming. And it's going to be bookmarked by the decision of the apparel deal and the decision of the TV deal. We knew it was coming. I'll be honest, Notre Dame fans, college football fans, I think Notre Dame got outflanked a little bit because I don't think they really wanted this news to break right now. I don't think they wanted this news to break right now. They probably wanted to, to make it through the summer and maybe announce it right before the beginning of the season. People Bovarkla, as I said before, Notre Dame football player, his teammates, excited, speak highly of him. They're just like, man, we didn't see this coming. And it made me think, With guys like Tim Brown and Mark Edwards on campus this week, were they part of discussions? Were they brought in? It's just the timing of it is is interesting. Tim Brown, Mark Edwards, they both spoke to the Notre Dame football team this week. But this is a quote. Pete Bovaco, this is what he had to say. This is a dream come true. With the exception of my family, nothing means more to me than Notre Dame. I don't have a memory in my lifetime quite literally where Notre Dame wasn't a part of it. At this stage in my life, I feel like everything I've done has prepared me for this. I didn't have a burning desire necessarily to be an athletic director, a burning desire to be the athletic director at Notre Dame. Pete Bovacqua, the next athletic director, to succeed Jack Swarbrick at the University of Notre Dame. Pat Forty goes on to say that the exact date of Swarbrick's departure hasn't been decided, but it will be in the first quarter of 2024. That's what we said earlier. I fully expect after the national championship game, which hopefully will feature the Fighting Irish and Notre Dame, hoisting the trophy. You talk about walking out on cloud nine. Man. That's a Hollywood story right there for Jack Swarbrick. Can you imagine hoisting the trophy next to Marcus Freeman and walking out the door knowing that you've been part of setting up the TV and apparel deal as well? If you believe in Hollywood endings, you might want to pray for that, Notre Dame fans. It continues as part of Bavaka's transition into his new role he will start work on campus July 1st of this year as a special assistant for athletics to Notre Dame President Reverend John Jenkins. Swarbrick will still have control over athletics while mentoring Bavakra for several months. I hope I read that correctly because he didn't say July 1st of 2024. So I'm assuming he meant July 1st of this year to start getting experience and understanding the lay of the land there This was not Jack Swarbrick stepping away in the sense of he was doing a bad job or there was an issue, according to the article, but Pat Forty. This is Jack Swarbrick having greater visions of grandeur. I think Jack Swarbrick is watching his good friend Kevin Warren and what he's done, leaving the commissioner from being commissioner of the Big Ten going on to be president of Chicago Bears. And I don't know what that next step is for Jack Swarbrick, but I do fully intend that it will be something connected to, can I keep it 100, can I keep it 100? Just my opinion, Sean Davis' opinion. Jack Swarbrick might not tell you this, but Jack Swarbrick might have wanted to be the next big dude at the NCAA, but you haven't heard it here. You haven't heard it here. He didn't get the gig, but it doesn't mean that he might not have been interested in the gig. I think Jack Swarbrick wanted to be over all of college football. Just my opinion. But he didn't get that. You start to think about his time in Notre Dame and, and, and really say, You could, I need to find something bigger. I need to find something bigger. And what that might be, as I said, his good friend Kevin Warren, seeing how Kevin Warren has moved on to the Chicago Bears, could it indeed be professional sports? Could it be somehow working in? of working connected to a league, a professional league. We'll see. But it's definitely something that he wants. Now, I don't know how much bigger you get than being the AD at the University of Notre Dame. But obviously, you know, being the president of an NFL team is pretty huge. That's that's pretty huge. But he's looking for a greater challenge. Look, I don't know much about pete Bavakwa. i'm gonna keep i'm going to continue to dig from my sources but i will tell you this pete Bavakwa, pete Bavakwa, is not somebody else i'll leave it at that and the fact that it's pete Bavakwa, everyone should be jumping up shouting and we don't know anything about him We know nothing about him, but I think we all can agree we're open to getting to learn him and learn more about him and giving him the opportunity to be the next guy at Notre Dame as athletic director. Now, Pat Forty, sum things up by saying they've been having discussions for months, Father Jenkins, Pete Babakwa, and Jack Swarbrick. Father Jenkins is also looking at his legacy. And his legacy will, he wanted to choose the successor. He wants to submit his legacy at Notre Dame. So he's tied, they're tied at the hip, Jack Swarbrick and Father Jenkins. They're thinking about legacy. They're thinking about how they want to leave Notre Dame and the condition they want to leave Notre Dame in. So it's pretty, it's just pretty interesting because. Now let's get to what this means. We've already said, I'm on record with this. You go back, I already said Notre Dame's TV deal. This is on record of previous podcasts. Notre Dame is going to get, in my opinion, and this is what I was hearing months ago: 60 to 75 million in the next TV deal. 60 to 75 million, regardless of whom the partner is. 60 to 75 million. That's the ballpark. It was easy to see that. I was hearing that months ago. The apparel deal is going to be very interesting. I think Notre Dame is outgrown under armor. I think they know that. Will they connect with the old partner in Adidas champion? Will they be bold and connect with nike or jordan brand that's an offer but don't think for one minute that jack swarbrick is just walking away at 24 and he does not or will not have a hand in both deals because both deals are his legacy and very much a great part of his legacy so even though Pete Bavacqua will officially be taken over in early 2024, as Pat 40 said, he will still have Jack Swarbrick right there, getting him integrated into the position and consulting him. That's very important to know. That's very important to know. So I've already stated, you know, what I heard months ago, where the ballpark would be for the TV deal. People of Aqua is coming from where? Oh, the NBC Sports Group? It, am, I, am I correct in reading that? Let's see. Notre Dame grad, 93, Georgetown Law. Wow. NBC Sports. Sports Group. Hmm. Connected Dots. Okay. All right, NBC. You guys remember three weeks ago when we brought up the article of how NBC's deal with the Big Ten was kind of crumbling a little bit because of certain things and money that the Big Ten actually owed to Fox? and how the deal might not be as lucrative as you might think from the outside looking in because of the money the Big Ten owes and those schools still owe to Fox? I think at that time I mentioned, yep, Notre Dame is still the powerhouse at NBC. That solidified it for me. Like, if you ever thought that Notre Dame Wouldn't be the powerhouse at NBC because the Big Ten had come a-calling. And by the way, that Big Ten schedule on NBC is absolutely trash. I don't know if you guys have seen it. That schedule is trash. Left you there? I'm here. So now we start to connect the dots. It is easy to see. The successor is a Notre Dame grad. He's a lawyer, and he's also coming from the NBC Sports Group. Mm, TV deal is looking real good. That's right. That's right. TV looking really, really good. TV deal is looking really, really good. I don't have to be a fly on the wall. I can just connect the dots here. That's right. We can see what's happening. Yeah. And we've been telling you here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Yo, Jack Swarbrick is not going to be around much longer, but he's looking to submit his legacy. And yep. the TV and apparel deals, there are two cogs in that. So I'm just telling you, man, Notre Dame is in good shape financially, bro. Don't let anybody tell you that the Notre Dame brand isn't real. Right. Oh, it's real. It's definitely real. Right? All of those stories, remember the stories like a year ago when Marcus Freeman first took over? It's like, oh, Notre Dame, NBC might be tired of Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't have the same luster for NBC. Right? All right. Okay. Oh, NBC is going after the Big Ten. Notre Dame's TV deal. and relationship might be in trouble. Oh, all right. Yeah. Leave one- it if you want to.
4: Yeah, Notre Dame is really good at maintaining and keeping those business models strong. I mean, that Irish green, the real green is the money green, and mm-hmm. they've been around for a long time, and those strategies have been around for a long time. So, you know, when you have an endowment as, as much as northward of $9, $10 billion, not much is changing on the on the model. Yeah. It's, it's sticking to it that, that has everybody in the uproar. Cause we're not changing what we're doing and what we've been doing has made us who we are. So,
1: you know, if anything, maybe you get a, an update, but they ain't changing tradition. That's for sure. So right now we gave the ballpark figure months ago, a uh, left 60 to 75 million mm. just for us is, is the TV deal that Notre Dame was going to garner? That's the ballpark. And that's not including the extra little, you know, Feta, cheddar, whatever cheese you might want to call it, from the ACC.
4: And that makes a lot of sense too, because think about the games we have coming down the pipe. We're playing a three-game or two-game series with Alabama. Yeah, that's
1: coming up in like 27, right? Starting 27. Yeah,
4: exactly. So we're we're going to be on prime time TV with our prime time schedule, and I think a lot of it, the TV deals, lucrative because of who we play. They're not throwing 60, 70 million for us to play Sam Houston State. Yeah. Yeah. Or 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 Texas Academy Community College. No, we got to have a Purdue, then follow it up with a tougher team and yeah. then come back and get like a a mid-level team, but we never taken just complete busters. You know, we
1: we going to You have one. been first yeah. of all, you have been on the West Coast a little bit too long. You just use the word buster. Come on, bro. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me find out. You've been trying to pick it up in Eaglewood and Compton. I'm trying you just to turn it up as a buster. That man, is bustling, not. Man. That is not a Midwest word.
4: It's not. I, I couldn't find. You know, being out here, I couldn't find the right one. So I went with the, <laughs> when the kids' use. But yeah, I think what makes what made it attractive for me to come to Notre Dame was the fact that the the strength of schedule uh, mixed with the prime time matchups. As a kid, mm-hmm. you just that want those type of experiences, you can't get much better. You can't get much better. I mean, everything is is really tenfold for you, and I think yeah. those type of pressures is why, if you go to Notre Dame and have success, especially as a quarterback, you can write your own ticket. And
1: hey, you're gonna be everything for sure. Lucky Nothing Podcast YouTube subscribe. The thumbs up, smash that for us. We appreciate you Leave the comments. We respond to all. It's a really, really big news day at Notre Dame. We'll get more into it.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?